0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Angels, we all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes... They make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join angel communicator, Reiki master, and QHHT hypnotherapist Christy Clemens Hoffman for stories from real people who have experienced real-life angel encounters.
1: now we've got a story from Beth, who's actually a neighbor slash friend slash client who lives down the street. We met on, uh, of all places, the Jim Harold's Campfire Facebook page. Hey, Beth, how are you doing? Pretty good. You've got some crazy stories. Yeah, I have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've, um, okay, so near our house, there is this place called Soil Service Center where you know, it's all things garden. It's the it's the best. It's one of my happy places. And you have an interesting story at, that happened at the Soil Service Center.
2: Yeah. So Soil Service has been around for at least 80 years, maybe 90 years. Really? Didn't know that. Yeah, it's been around for a long time. I had no idea. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um I had been planning to um, grow some strawberry plants. Uh Um, And I thought that was probably the best place to go to get some quality plants. And um, (laughs) it was also the year date from uh, when my husband passed.
0: Yeah. And I just,
2: yeah, I was just going to go to work and have, you know, take my daughter into her her Montessori daycare
1: uh-huh.
2: but that morning on when I woke up I was like no nah, I don't want to do that I want to spend the day with with my girl um she was six years old at the time oh wow or five five and a half um now I can't remember your date so she was about five or six. <laughs> yeah. This happened This happened uh, a few years ago. And anyway, so I decided, yeah, we're going to spend the day together. Um, I really didn't feel up to doing anything else. And so the first thing we did, we went to um, the playground or the park by our house. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know, maybe the first little magical thing that happened was we had um this little peregrine falcon was flying loops around us, you know, as if to say hi. And I, I kind of got it yeah, I got some of it on video on my phone. Oh, did you and I thought that was really nice, yeah. Um but anyway, we played and uh hung out at the the, at the park by our house and then it was time for time for lunch and i'm like you know let's go to soil service and get those plants and then and then we'll go get lunch <laughs> um so we went to this place and it was a beautiful day just perfect um in april and um we went outside to their outdoors area where they have the plants and we were just kind of roaming around. And, um, I was just looking at the, all the different flowers they had, the strawberry plants, and then they have a bunch of neat little yard sculptures and pottery. And my daughter, Mm -hmm. um, wandered off at, at a different part of the, the grounds and um, one of the workers there, um, I, I wonder if she was a little angel. <laughs> anyway, she was like, I assume she worked there at the nursery. And she, I, I just from from looking at her and seeing her, I figured she was probably um, a college student at, you know, one of the local universities. There's a couple. Yeah, of behind us. Yeah. Yes. And so she was playing with, she was playing with my daughter and she's like, Hey, come over here. I want to, I want to show you something. And, um, so she ran over there and she was just showing her the different flowers and, and just fun things like that. And she was just, she was so nice. And, um, so while that was going on, I was just still looking around and, um, Um, here comes my daughter and she's got this big white pansy in her, in her hand from uh, the nursery worker, <laughs> the college student. Um, But anyway, I thought that was really nice. And then um, I picked out the strawberry plants that I wanted and I picked out some, some pink flowers because my daughter's favorite color was pink. Um and then we go inside to check out and pay. Um and I brought it up to the one of the clerks there and she asked, you know, do you want to uh sign up for our rewards program? And I said, "Yeah, sure. I'm probably going to be back to buy more stuff for my gardening, my strawberry plants, and um, So I gave her my name and my phone number and she goes, well, that's weird. Um, Your last name, we've had like four or five other people come in here today with the same last name. And she goes, I have the same last name as well. And then she turned around and um, asked, I guess was her manager. He was an older gentleman. He's wearing an apron. And um, he said, well, it's, closer to seven or eight other people came in today oh, with goodness. that same name yes and i kept my maiden name so it's my maiden name not my married name mm-hmm. and um i didn't know what it meant i just thought it was very i don't what does this have to do with yeah. today what? the year anniversary of my husband's passing i have no idea um And she she didn't either. She goes, I hope it's good luck. You know, maybe we'll win the lottery or something. But anyway, um, after I paid for my stuff and was leaving, she said, well, have a great day, you know. And Mm -hmm. I said, same to you. (laughs) And um, I just, I didn't know until I just started telling some of my friends about it. And then things started to make sense. um, because. When I was a little bit older than, than my daughter, um, she was, I'm going to say she was six, and I was eight or nine, um, my dad, um, he was the one that planned this big strawberry patch that he wanted to do with me, and he went to the nursery uh, by our house. And bought all the stuff for it and made all the plans. And he, I think he even took the day off work to, you know, put that together with me. And of course, at the time I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't, wasn't really interested. I mean, but I thought it was cool. So I helped him a little bit. He did most of the work, but I just realized that that was, I think that was like a, a message from my dad that another message actually saying that he is with us mm-hmm. um, during this time that, you know, I lost my husband and my daughter lost her father.
1: Well, you've had quite a lot of loss in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more than anybody should ever have. And so your father had passed, your mom has passed, your husband mm-hmm. passed quite unexpectedly Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and so yeah I doubt that that was a a message from your from your dad saying hey look at all of these you know ex-last names yeah do you doubt that I'm with you
2: what
1: What? yeah do
2: you doubt at all that I'm with you oh right Right? exactly exactly Yeah. yeah because um a year before that um I was taking my daughter to daycare. She was in the back seat in her seat. And she asked me for my phone because she was um, playing with this 3D uh, coloring app on my phone. At, At first I said, no. And then, I don't know, something told me to say, just give it to her. And so I handed it back to her and she was playing on it. And as we were driving down the road to her to her daycare, I heard a man go, hey, kiddo. And he sounded just like my dad. Oh, man. And I thought, did she like tune into a YouTube kids video or something? And because I was waiting for a response to the hey, kiddo from a little kid. And I heard nothing. And I just remember kind of looking off in the distance. And all I could say was. Hi, Dad. Because it sounded just like him, and that's what he would always say to me whenever I would call him on the phone or come over to the house to hang out with him. Hey, kiddo. Oh, that's <laughs> and, um, sweet. Yeah. After I said hello, I said after I said, "Hey, Dad." Um, then her coloring app, the music that was that plays in the background, it turned back on.
1: Oh my god! And then,
2: uh, yeah. And then uh, when it was time to get out of the car to go up to her Montessori, you know, I delivered her to Montessori and then I got back in the car and I'm like, what just happened? And uh, then I shortly after I texted my brother and I told him and he's like, I think that's dad's way of saying everything's going to be okay." Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. You'd also heard
1: a voice, and you weren't the only one, I remember this story, at your daughter's
2: preschool. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, now, this was, again, another couple of months after he passed. Um, But I didn't hear about it until... Like, no no this happened right after he passed but I didn't hear about it until a couple months later but um, after he had passed I had called her school to tell them what happened that he you know that he passed and they were just devastated and um, um, when I heard about it um, I had one of her one of her uh, Montessori, teachers come over to babysit Mm -hmm. my daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we just started talking and she's, she's like, I told her about different things that I saw and what happened. And, and her teacher goes, you know, I think I'm sensitive to that kind of stuff too. Um, She said that um, she told me a story about her grandmother and then that's when she told me she goes um she was at the school um and it was like you know 4 4:30 in the afternoon and she was with one of my daughters little besties is what she called her um, um and we'll call her Zoe <laughs> um <laughs> But anyway, yes, she was just kind of hanging out and just kind of tying up loose ends at the end of the day. And she was kind of by the by the front of the school with her with my daughter's bestie Zoe, and she thought she heard my husband's distinctive laugh, and she's like, "Um, are hmm." Am I am I hearing things? And then the her Gwen's friend, I mean, okay, her name is Gwen. My daughter's name is Gwen. And um Zoe goes, Gwen, your dad is here. <laughs> because the little kids would always announce when um oh, one of us know, when a parent comes to pick up their kid. Oh, they know, yeah. That's yeah, a deal. they're there to announce the the parent arrival. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and so that's when um that's when um my the teacher friend she's like well okay no i wasn't hearing things I did hear his laugh because Zoe heard it too. Yeah and so yeah and I asked her, I go, when did this happen? And she goes, um, it was that afternoon right after you know the morning you called when we found out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, Gwen's not here. <laughs> Tony's not here. That was my husband's name."
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, be, yeah. be with you guys anyway. And you, you have a couple of stories that I know of of him possibly leaving you a gift.
2: Yes yeah
1: i i don't know what this is amazing stories i gotta say you got some magical stuff going on there
2: i know i i don't know why or anything i mean i've always been open to different things like this Mm -hmm. but i mean now i really am since they happen yeah but yeah i don't know (laughs) so he he left you some can you talk about that Sure. I I think it was him. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, um, this was um, close to the second year after he passed. And um, yeah, it was two days after Easter. Um, I woke up in the morning and I head out to go make my morning coffee and I start to head out and I'm like, oh I you know it's kind of chilly. I think I need to go ahead and put on my slippers and um I start to put on one slipper and it feels there's something in there, it's cold and I think it's my I think my cat <laughs> hocked up a hairball in my slipper <laughs> and I, I I go to bed. Not that you want to wake up. <laughs> no, no, not it. I was like, oh, grief. <laughs> and I start to pick it up and I'm like, he would have had to stick his head way in there. Why would he do that? And I looked in, I'm like, oh, that is my rose quartz heart that I keep in my, in my dresser drawer in a little box. I take very good care of it. <laughs> um, and anyway, it just, it shook me. 'Cause I'm like, I feel seen because this happened while I was asleep. Mm-hmm. The slippers were right by my bed. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the heck is going on here? Um and so yeah, I was just kind of kind of shaking and like hoping that this was a good thing. Like this is a good thing. This is not a bad thing. This is actually kind of cool, but I mean I was freaking out, and you so were. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you texted me and you said, "What is going on? What is this?" Yes, <laughs> I, I just didn't know what was going on because a lot of weird things happen in this house. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and, and I thought, oh, it's <laughs> it's just, it's, just it, it's not scary. It's just the unknown, right. like, Um, so the first thing I did was I just stood there and I'm like, oh. I put it on my bedside table. And I took a picture of it and I texted it to my, a neighbor friend who also worked with my husband. Cause we like to trade these out of the world stories back and forth. So I texted it to him and I, I said, I found this in my slipper just now. This is weird. I don't know what's going on. Um, And so then after I did that, I was like, "Uh, what do I do with it now? I'm just standing there like, well, I guess I'll just go put it back. And I walked over to my dresser, opened up the drawer, took out the little box. And I opened the lid, and there was another rose quartz heart in there. Your uh, original rose quartz heart? No, this was a new one. I had to go back and look at the pictures I took. Luckily, I took a picture of this to compare it to this new one that was in my box. The little oh box. my gosh. So, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't.
1: Your original rose quartz heart in your slipper yes and in its place was a new one. Yeah. Now that is a part of the story I had not understood. Yeah.
2: I I just I don't know. I when
1: mean in a sealed box in your
2: dresser drawer. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yes. And I don't know. I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> how it got there, why. Wh- I just, I don't know. And, you know, I told my, um, I have a half brother, Mm -hmm. um, who lives up in Montana. He also lost his wife very suddenly. Um, he's 20 years older than me. And it happened 20 years before it happened to me, Mm -hmm. losing, losing my spouse. (laughs) Um, but anyway, he said, don't question it. Yeah. These things happen. Don't question it. Mm-hmm. it's a gift and I'm like oh because I was like well this happened now I only had one rose quartz heart now I have two and he's like don't question it mm-hmm. I'm like wow Give yeah, thanks yeah I should yeah he's got a lot of things that happened to him too oh interesting yeah I would love to talk to him
1: Oh, yes. So what's funny is that, Beth, is that when these things happen, and these are not, I mean, there you've got a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. A lot of stories. And then every time, you're like, what is this? What's going on? Could this mm-hmm. be something? And I'm like, yes, of course it's something. Yes. Yeah. Don't doubt it. Trust it. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then you still doubt it sometimes. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. It's... I, I'm open to the wonder of it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I can't help but try and figure out what is it, what, what's going on. And at the time, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I, I grew up Catholic, uh, went to Catholic school. So I knew about guardian angels and i believed in them at the time and then you know as you get older it's like oh that's you know that's fairy tale stuff mm. um and then you know after my husband died um a f- the friend who gave me these rose quartz heart this rose quartz heart um it was a gift for a heart design that i that i did for her <laughs> and that was he goes what can i pay i'm like don't worry about it Mm-hmm. And so she sent she, she she sent that to me as as part of a gift. Um but anyway, she she's a big believer in that stuff. And she she sent a book about angels um that I read to my daughter. Um and it says they're there to help you. All you have to do is ask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> uh, like part of the book talks about, you know, if you want to find a cool shell or anything like that, you're on the beach, just ask and, and you'll get it. Because they want to help you and they want to make you happy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've had a couple of things happen there. and But that's when I first started uh, learning about angels. Wow. And And so I yeah, I started talking to them, you know, and just asking for help, you know, help me with the situation I'm in, you know. Yeah. Lift me up, help me out here. And so yeah, it that's when I found the Rose Quartz heart, just like a day or so later when I decided to start, you know. Start asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I don't know if it's from, from my late husband, from the angels, from your all, dad, all of your the mom. above. Yeah, all of the above, because they're always with us.
1: Yeah, always. And you had a, you did have a story on the beach
2: about a shell as well. If I oh, remember correctly. Yes. I mean, as I had mentioned before. <laughs> From the, it was a children's book about angels, right? And so this was a trick. I was, you know, we were visiting his family in Florida, mm-hmm. and um, they don't have those kind of shells. If they do, you got to find them early in the morning. This was in the afternoon, um, and I was on the, I was on the beach, and I, I, I wanted to find a really cool shell, um, and then. I remember I was just kind of talking to uh, my late husband and I said, Hey, I, I want to find a, I want to find a conch shell. And I know it's, you know, I, things are there right in front of me and I don't see them. Um, and so I, I, I realized I need to ha- be conked in the head with a conch shell. I know that. But can you help me out here? I I would really like to find a conch shell, like a real-life conch shell. And um, so I was there for a couple of hours, and I did find some really cool shells. Um, They were raking the beach, and so a lot of them I could just dig in the sand, and I found them. Um, But then it was time to go, and I was walking up to the boardwalk where I had my sandals parked, kind of in the grass and something in my head said look and I looked and there peeking out in the grass next to my sandals was a conch shell I'm (laughs) like oh wow and I said thank you I go thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) And
1: (laughs) so now I have it yeah and we do have I I think it's I do think it's extremely helpful to say thank you when these things happen and we yes. recognize where it comes from. Because just like if you give someone a gift and they don't acknowledge it, are you going to give them a gift again? No, probably not. Yeah. They want to make sure that we're, you know, that we're picking up what they're putting down. They yes. want to make sure that we understand right. what, so giving thanks is really helpful to get more of that. Um, oh, yeah. And so you you've heard, of course, from your husband. You heard from your dad. What about your mom or any other loved one?
2: Um, I would never, I would always kind of wonder if my mom even, even cared. I, I cause I never heard anything I heard from my grandma after she died. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never did hear from my mom. And I don't know if it's because there's just that I'm not open to it or there's trouble. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to a medium
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, who happens to be from the same um, part of Florida that, where my late husband lived. Um, and the first person that came through was my mom. Yes. So, yes, he told me some stories. Oh, yeah, that's my mom. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. You know, we all have our own particular way of communicating. I use my hands a lot. Some people Mm -hmm. say like all the time. Um, We just have our different ways of communicating. And, you know, it's and that doesn't that doesn't go away on the other side. Mm -hmm. And so she may just not know how to communicate directly, but was able to communicate to this person who was open.
2: Yes. Well, and, you know, um, I had a session with you, Mm -hmm. you one of the the angel sessions,
1: Mm -hmm. angel
2: readings. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: you said my mom came across as a lady, ladybugs. That's her symbol, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So then after that, we had to go pick up our daughters from, from school. And, um, I, was she going to, yeah, she was going to kindergarten there at the same school. Oh, and, yeah, um, yeah, so we were driving home and, um, my daughter received, um, kind of a rewards for being a good student. Yeah. Uh, doing good work. And she goes, she goes, mommy, you should see my bracelet that I got. I got a slap bracelet. It's got ladybugs all over it. I'm like, oh hi mom. <laughs> you know she really, she really she loved being a grandmother and she yeah. really wanted of course she really wanted me to have grandkids and I I that was not in the plan. <laughs> so yeah
1: oh my gosh you know we just had a story on I can't remember what episode it was of this podcast where uh, the woman was wanting to have a sign from her sister and she said okay if you really are around me I want you to send me a bluebird and here it was in the middle of winter in the middle of Kansas and They're not bluebirds at that time of year, but her friend had sent her a CD of Mm -hmm. one of her favorite singers and she popped it in whoever listens to CD, CDs much less sends them anymore. And immediately there was a song that mentioned a bluebird. Oh, and so, you know, we have these symbols
2: for our loved ones, but they don't have to appear like we think they're going to appear. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know, Speaking of bluebirds, after my mother died, it was the weekend after her funeral. Um, I was at my dad's house, and I look out the window and I see a flock of bluebirds. I mean, it's it's rare to even see one bluebird, well, right, in the area, and I counted eighteen. There may have been more, I don't know, but I counted eighteen bluebirds. In the front because he lived out in the Ozarks area. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, kind uh, of by Truman Lake. And I just, yeah, they were all in the front yard 18 of them. And I took that as a sign because my mom's favorite color was blue, mm. and I took that as a sign that she was free because she had suffered for a long time. Yeah, she, had,
1: she was quite sick.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Um, the, Those are the only things that I can think of right now. Wow. Wow. Well,
1: you also have some stuff going on in your house. I got to say. I sure do. I I don't know. Well, I know that Tony was there, your husband.
0: Oh, Um, yes.
1: Yeah. And the, the room where he passed, it felt a lot clearer and happier than I thought it would. And mm-hmm. he, came, he came through. He said, yeah, I've been working on clearing it. I've been keeping it. I've been protecting it.
2: Yes, because, um, yeah, he knew he was a witness. He, he was kind of a victim, too, of things <laughs> that would happen. I'd freak out in the middle of the night, and I guess I was half asleep. I don't remember half the things. He's like, yeah, uh, you bit my shoulder one time. And then another time you jumped over me and landed on the floor. Because like, I, w- I would have like night terrors and stuff because I, I felt like, you know, I'd wake up and there'd be somebody there and it would freak me the heck out. Well, heck yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and I, I mean, this is not really an angel's encounter. Yeah. But you had a, kind of a seance at your house one time.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened with that? Um, would this be like years ago and our our coworkers wanted to kind of do something like a seance? Yeah. For Halloween. It wasn't really a seance so much as it was like an EVP session. Yeah. We got the Sony recorder out, and everybody came, you know, our coworkers came over and you know we were sitting around our dining room table and um, we were just chatting away. And then when it was time to start the EVP session, um, we turned out the lights and everybody was still chatting and stuff. And um, turned on the record button. I was running the, the, the EVP thing or whatever. And I was telling everybody, uh, okay, let's, let's all quiet down now. And we're going to start this EVP session and maybe ask some questions and stuff like that. And um, they weren't doing it. And um, eventually they did. But um, yeah, we just sat around and we're talking and telling our own stories and asking questions. And it was just a disorganized thing i mean it was we were just having fun you know and so after the night ended um that was on saturday i think and then sunday we just decided to take it easy um and i think i remember yeah sunday night went to bed because we had to go to work in the morning and. Up, we have an upstairs uh, bedroom, and just kept hearing bump, just loud bumps, and I thought maybe uh, an you know like one of our cats was stuck up there, and so I eventually got up and I opened the door and I said, knock it off, stop it, and there was there was no there was no animal up there. It was just something bumping around and i joked that it was um the ghosts moving out of the house <laughs> we didn't hear, yeah we didn't hear anything we didn't have any other experiences for a long time after that um but then on monday we get home from work and i'm gonna listen to the the sony recorder the digital recorder and i you know I didn't really hear anything because I'm not very good at listening sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but then I brought it over to my husband and he put the earphones in and he heard something right away. I just saw the look on his face because he was a pretty sharp cookie. He's very, very perceptive, very sharp. I mean, despite the goofy exterior, you, you don't underestimate him. And I just his eyes were just as white as saucers. And the look on his face was very serious because <laughs> they they said something um right away, just right away. And um then I put him in and I heard it too. And what I heard was You know, trying to get the session started, telling everybody, please, let's let's be quiet and start this. And I heard in the background, shh," shh." and we're, you know, people are talking and chatting and then the person goes, shut up. (laughs) And then there was like this frustrated sigh after that, like like that and it was like a whisper and then um we start talking about something and I need to go back and listen to it again but they distinctly said my husband's name wow yeah. oh. I think that's what he was reacting to he's like oh they know who I am They know <laughs> my name Yes, yeah. yeah it was crazy and um I think it was his grandfather. Oh. It just sounded like a cranky old Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and they and they seem to like they seem to like him. So I'm like, I think it's your grand I think it's your grandfather. And he's like, I don't know. I think it's somebody else. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But no. Yeah, he, there was a lot of activity, especially you know we've been together for twelve years, and I lived in this house for a year or two before I met him, and things just started happening right after I met him.
1: Wow, that hadn't yeah, 11, happened on before.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, only a couple things happened in the when I first moved in. Yeah, but but after. But after he came into my life, then yeah. All hell broke crazy. loose. Yeah, that's why our co-workers wanted to have like a little seance thing yeah. for Halloween. And <laughs> so. your house,
1: I think, is about as old as my house. And my house mm-hmm. is 101 years old. And I think your house is about the same. So it's a little uh,
2: bit younger, but yeah, it's gonna be a hundred in a couple of years. Okay. Right. And those old plaster
1: walls do hold a ton of energy. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Now, has your daughter experienced anything?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and she was one of those people, you know, you try to tell her this is what I saw or Mm -hmm. this is what happened. She goes, oh, you were, you were daydreaming. And by daydreaming, I mean, you had your eyes open, but you were asleep and, you're imagining it i'm like i'm like no sweetheart i'm telling you what happened and i know it happened yeah um and so i don't know when it happened but um when she started to like witness some things herself and i think they are from her dad um but anyway it was last winter Um. there was snow on the ground and um we call these we have little cabbage butterflies that fly around oh yeah Um, the little white ones yeah yeah and her name means white and so I call them Gwenny butterflies (laughs) and so any you we play with them all the time and Oh, look, a little quenny butterfly. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, they're very flirtatious. And they come and say hi all the time when you're outside and fly around your head. Then they fly away and then they come back and then they fly away and they come back. It's, it's very cute. And so this was wintertime and um, it was morning, like December or January. Um, and little Gwen likes to sleep in on the weekends and um, I thought it was time for her to get up. So I go into the room, try to wake her up. And um, eventually she's just kind of sitting crisscross at the, at her pillow on the bed. And then I come, I come back, you know, I'm going in and out of the room and I come in the room and I open the window that's at the foot of the bed And I'm just standing there talking to her and she's, you know, we're just having a little conversation and she's looking down at her feet or at the bed and she's just kind of, you know, eyes roaming around the room as she's talking. And then she's looking out the window and that's when she saw it. And her eyes just got as big as saucers, bigger than they already are. (laughs) And her jaw dropped. And out the window, she goes, a Gwennie butterfly. I saw a Gwennie butterfly. It's a butterfly. It's flying across. And, and I looked, and, you know, I didn't see it because it just flew across. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I didn't see it, but I saw that she saw it. And she still talks about it to this day. Yeah. She goes, it wasn't snow. It wasn't a snowflake. They, that thing had wings. It was flapping and it, was, it flew across. And it was a gwenny butterfly. It was a... One of those white cabbage butterflies in January. Snow on the ground.: Right, right.
1: She, she saw it Dad saying hi.: I think so, yeah, definitely.: Man.: So these guys are some really amazing stories, and um, you know I know you'll, you'll just have more and more of them. Um, you know, I know
2: I keep, I keep wondering what's going to happen next.) <laughs> And it seems to happen when I'm not looking. You know, it's just wild things happen. I'm like, "Oh, wow. Did that just happen?" Yes, it did. Well, you've seen
1: UFOs off of your deck and in the yeah. neighborhood? You've seen fairies off of your deck?
2: Yeah. Well, just that one time that I know. Well, about. that's still. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So, just keeping your eyes and ears open, your mind open to these possibilities, and just knowing well,
2: yeah, ever since I started you know with this pandemic, you know, the shutdown and everything,, mm-hmm. I'd had time to get up early in the morning and sit out on my back deck and meditate
1: mm-hmm.
2: and yeah, some magical things have happened. And not all the time, but just every once in a while, stuff like this little light being showing up in front of you, and you're just watching it and wondering, what the heck is this? <laughs> well, and that's something I really
1: enjoy about you, Beth, is that you you always wonder, well, what the heck is this? How do you know what it is?
2: Yeah, when I don't know, I guess. Yeah, I just like the wonder of it all. Yeah, it's pretty
1: amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, thanks for sharing all of your stories.
2: Um, a pleasure. I can't wait to hear more of them. Me too. When something <laughs> happens, I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> well, and let this be a lesson to everybody who's listening. When crazy things happen like that, well, first of all, don't doubt. Know that it's probably a loved one reaching out. And then second of all, email me at angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Tell me your story. And you could be um, on a future episode. So thank you so much, Beth. Oh, thanks, Christy.
0: A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now. And be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com.